Welcome to Beyond the Balance Sheet, the podcast that helps advisors, clinical professionals, and affluent families understand the complexities of issues related to our mental, physical, and emotional well-being. Our co-hosts, Arden O'Connor and Diana Clark, will interview a series of guests on a range of topics, providing informative content and practical tools for professionals and families to consider. Here are your hosts, Arden and Diana. Hi, everyone. This is Arden and Diana. Hello. And we are here for a bit to consider some mini learnings from Beyond the Balance Sheet podcast. So today we're going to be talking turkey about the holidays and how do we support our families during this difficult time. So Diana, my first question is, you know, what do we do about family situations when one family member has an idea of exactly how this holiday is going to look and other family members are concerned about the pandemic and potential medical risks or just don't feel comfortable traveling? It's a great question because it's happening in almost every family across America right now. I think it's really important that families start talking about it now or actually last week, if possible, to come up with what is going to be the risk-benefit analysis for the kids. Every family is going to be different. How much have they quarantined up to now? How much are they exposed? Are there folks in the family constellation who are more vulnerable with health? So the pre-planning is going to be significantly different because we're not going to be just talking about food and beverage. It's a great point. And in our family system, we actually just recently decided that it didn't make sense for us to get together. I'm quarantining with my parents. It didn't make sense for us to get together with my brother, his wife, and two kids. You know, I know for us, we we handled the news pretty well, and we kind of had a chuckle about ways we can Zoom and try and make it as fun of an experience as we can. But we do know that there are other families that we see who are going to have major disappointment. How do you handle it gracefully if you're the one disappointing an in-law or another family member because you're the one saying, geez, I'm just not going to participate if the family is getting together in person? I think we have to be really sensitive to the idea that every family member comes into holidays with a really preconceived notion of what a happy holiday will look like. And for some people, they spend the year looking for those moments. So to have empathy and compassion for the idea that the person who is not getting what they want and it's important to them is going to be disappointed and maybe make an extra effort not to get defensive, but to do what is possible, send cards, send some food, whatever it is possible to make their presence felt at the gathering. I love that. And given that, do you think that this year, we just have to accept that because of the pandemic, all of our holidays are going to be ruined. I mean, is this all bad? I don't think so. When I think of our work as behavioral health and mental health consultants, I'm wondering how many fewer calls we will actually get because the crisis will not have occurred at the larger family gathering with somebody drinking just a hair too much. That's a, that's a very it's a very good point. Some of those family dynamics definitely get exacerbated if we're all sitting around a table enjoying good food and then maybe enjoying just a bit too much wine. All of a sudden, 
I, I can rem- remember a conversation with a client where gripes from when the children, you know, the children I'm putting in quotes that nobody can see who are now in their 20s. Um, but what they were experiencing when they were little kids came out, you know, you got the bottom bunk, I wanted it, I, I <laughs> you were always the favorite. So you might be right, you might be on the right thread there. So what opportunities do you think we have to be creative with our holidays this year? Well, I think we're going to have to look at more individual bubble pursuits, right? We can decorate our house both inside and out. We can do video of gift opening. We can do video gift caroling. Anything that sends a message of connection yet being remote is going to have to be you know, instituted in this family gathering this year if we're going to feel connected. I think you're absolutely right. And I think one of the things that I think about are what are those rituals that our family participated in that are totally feasible um, still with the pandemic? So I think about things like driving around and finding neighborhoods with really crazy light fixture decorations. I've also been amazed, as you know, I'm a big theater goer. I love movies. I love music. I love live plays. Um, and there are actually a fair amount of virtual performances you can see, including National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which they are doing a um, sort of Q&A session showing some clips that we are prepared for with our um, <laughs> with various sweatshirts and other types of paraphernalia from the movie, which I'm really excited about. <laughs> you are a piece of work, Miss O'Connor. <laughs> I think that's true. I guess my last question is around children and how do we think about kids who are really looking forward to seeing whether it's cousins, other family members who had, you know, maybe a little bit less capacity to adjust their expectations. How do you think about being a parent and reminding them that, you know, this they still can have a good time, they still can experience some joy around the holidays? Well, I think the first thing we have to do is actually recognize and acknowledge for them that they're that they are disappointed. Validate the feelings that everybody is feeling a little bit off this year because we can't engage in the same family celebrations as usual. And then say, but how? Ask them, enroll them to in the process of but what can we do given that we are going to be in our house together. So making it a joint effort of joy and enrolling the kids as party to that will be helpful. I think it's a great point. The other theme that comes up for me is this theme of gratitude. And I sometimes Mm -hmm. feel like it sounds a little bit like Pollyanna to talk about that. But in many ways, we're coming up against, you know, the holiday of Thanksgiving for those of us here in the U.S., you know, it's a, it is a holiday that really is supposed to center around gratitude. And I think if we remember that and, and stop worrying about what's going to go in the stuffing and, and who gets to sit at what part of the table, it can be an important message, not only for adults, but it can be one for children. And as we go into some of the gift giving holidays, if we kind of remind ourselves that many of us are blessed to be in positions where we have a lot to be grateful for, we're not you know, starving for food, we have our loved ones with us, if we're lucky enough to be in a position where everyone is healthy and safe, um, that there is a lot to celebrate, and it may get us back to some of the themes of the holidays to begin with. Excellent. Well, that's a bit to consider. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Balance Sheet, a podcast designed to help advisors, clinical professionals, and affluent families solve some of their biggest medical, psychiatric, and emotional challenges. 
Visit BeyondTheBalanceSheet.com to read more about our guests and resources and sign up for our newsletter.